Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Holy crap. These Fauci emails and the spin and the madness. I mean, we're you're just now starting to go through them. I think it's going to be a, a couple days before we have it all together here. It was a FOIA request. Four Fauci's emails from March and April of 2020. February, March and April, maybe. And what do they show? They show that Dr. Fauci was told by a scientist... That if you look really close, uh, the unusual features of the virus, one has to look really closely at all the sequences to see that some of the features potentially look engineered. That was an email from January 31st, 2020. So it did come from a lab. Well, maybe it didn't come from a lab, but the conversation was happening then. So when the conversation came up in in public from President Trump, from Senator Tom Cotton and a host of others. Why didn't he say, well, yeah, it's possible. No, he went along with the World Health Organization. He went along with China. Was it path of least resistance? Well, what, what was his plan? His plan wasn't. To, to say, hey, this is possible. How does CNN spin it? A rare source of frank honesty. Stop it. CNN is garbage, guys. They want this. They want this. Garbage. How about the emails where he purposefully said to people, he directly said to people, masks, uh, masks don't work. Masks don't work. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't be silly. A, an email he wrote to Sylvia Burwell. I think you remember who Sylvia Burwell was. Right? Sylvia Burwell was uh, formerly a Secretary of Health and Human Services. The 22nd, I had to look it up, under under Barack Obama. And in a question and answer to Sylvia Burwell, February 5th, 2020, Sylvia, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keeping out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. Anyone who still still wears a mask is out of their head. Out of their minds. They are out of their heads and they are out of their minds and they are just radically nuts. Now, this is a very, very large departure from me or for me because I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you want to wear a mask, go ahead. And maybe I, instead of being so angry, I should better explain my position. By the way, I'm so mad 
You catch me at the local cigar lounge later today, I'll tell you what I think. You catch me at my local cigar lounge later today, I will give you the direct words. I'm out of my head. Let me say it this way. It's clear that a mask stops something, but it's also clear, and we've been discussing this for a while, that the masks do not stop COVID. SARS-CoV-2 is not stopped by a mask. It's too small. The, 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 the virus is too small. No mask can do it. If somebody wants to wear a mask, I think they can. I'm not going to stop them. It's their life. They can wear what they want. I don't question whether or not they wear the the, the T-shirt that's three sizes too small. I wish they wouldn't, but they can wear it. It's their choice. What I want is inconsequential. But thinking that other people should wear masks is just radical. Airlines should no longer require masks at all and in any way. No indoor location should require masks at all and in any way. Masks don't work. People can still wear them if they choose. I won't judge you. You know, there are other things stopped by a mask. You can really have an effect on cold and flu season, I think, if you're sick and you wear a mask. I think we've we've seen this in other places. There's certainly big in Asian cultures. It's fine by me. But we were lied to for no reason. And your children suffered through a school year wearing masks when they didn't have to. The CDC just over a month ago was telling you if your kids are playing soccer outdoors, they should be wearing a mask. That's hate. That's hate. And if you're not bothered by the hate from Fauci, from the CDC, from the so-called experts, then you and I are just different people, man. And I don't understand you. I can't get down with you. They lied. And what is CNN doing? Saying, hmm, this shows that Dr. Fauci, he's a rare source of frank honesty within the Trump administration. These people are so Trump-focused, Trump-centric. Everything to them is Trump. This is a fetish. I swear to you, Brian Stelter sleeps in the gimp box. it's, It's just radical. In, in, in its propaganda. It's Pravda-esque. What it is that, that CNN is doing. By the way, um, Senator Rand Paul, the tweet simply says, told you. Hashtag fire Fauci. Um, f- fire Fauci. The problem is the damage is already done. And this guy has a book coming out. He's going to have a book on, on truth and service. What does he know about truth and service? He pimped himself out to anybody who would talk to him and didn't care what he did to the rest of us. By the way, the big takeaway from Forbes, he's just a down-to-earth dude. Just a down-to-earth guy. 
look, I'm with you, and I don't want to downplay how angry you are by how angry I am. My job is to listen to you. And I, I hear you. It's outrageous. When I think of my kids going to school with masks on, now I remember a couple months ago I started with the, you take them off. You don't need to wear them. Don't worry about your teachers. I'll take care of your teachers. I will take care of your teachers. I'll take care of the administrators. Don't you worry. But I knew that they were going to continue wearing them because the friends are wearing them because they're going to get the pressure uh, from 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 the teachers, etc. And, and it's going to be a thing. Right? I, I I'm fully aware of how that was going to go down. But they're going to still try and put kids in masks going into the fall. Any teacher who advocates kids in masks should be fired. Any union head should be fired. Any administrator should be fired. Get ready to run for your local school board. You think critical race theory is the only reason to run? Oh, child, we have got a lot of reasons to run. I do not want to put myself in a place where I'm angrier than you. Let's say that we are equally disgusted because part of this we knew because we were always honest with each other and we always looked at the data. We always shared in that conversation. We knew that you don't shut down society to save society from the very beginning and that lockdowns were wrong. We knew that sick people can quarantine, but healthy people don't quarantine. They go out there and live their lives. We knew it was absolutely unconstitutional and un-American, indecent, and against the very ideas of liberty that we should tell businesses you can't be open for the greater good, yet other businesses were allowed to thrive. Every journalist, so-called journalist, as if somehow they deserve the title, who said, well, you have to shut down the bars and restaurants, while they still got a paycheck was disgusting and they deserve the derision that they get they don't deserve any violence they deserve the derision but what they committed was acts of violence against hard-working americans who couldn't go back to their jobs who may have lost their jobs or their businesses their livelihoods for forever have to rethink and recreate not from any fault of their own Meanwhile, the journalist just shows up to their office and wears their mask. Let me type something dumb today. 300, 400, 500 words. Got it in. That was tough. Let's go get a beer. Oh, there's no place to get a beer anymore because all the restaurants had to close. Must have been bad business people. I'm as angry as you, and you may very well be more angry than me. We got lied to. We go back to the line we have used on this show, and I'm telling you, we're the only ones who ever discussed it. It doesn't matter where you go, what show you listen to. Oh, the big show here and the big show there. Nobody had it like we did. We took a virus, and instead of acting like Americans and fighting it, we said, how can we politicize this? And the proof is Anthony Fauci, who's a disgusting human being. 
No one trusts those who still trust Fauci. There is no trusting Anthony Fauci. If CNN puts him on, CNN is lying through their butt. If Jake Tapper's like, Dr. Anthony Fauci joins us right now, screw Jake Tapper and Brian Stelter and Anderson Cooper. Forget them. If Chris Wallace of Fox News says, Dr. Anthony Fauci joins us right now, fire Chris Wallace. Because it's over. What we need to hear in America is, okay, this guy wasn't honest with us. The guy we were supposed to trust the organizations we were supposed to trust were not honest with us. You had information going back to January of 2020 that there might be something here that is engineered. My gosh. January 31st of 2020. Then you had four days later, five days later, an email stating, oh, yeah, masks, uh, maybe they'll stop gross droplets, like meaning like, like large-scale uh, droplets. Not that, ew, gross, a droplet. Uh, but uh, the, the, the COVID's too small. It's going to go right through. It's not going to do anything. Forget it. And you tortured children for a year. You tortured children for a year and you knew. How do you not wish somebody go to hell for that? How do you just sit quietly by? How do you, how do you just, how do you not react with just absolute anger? So I'm trying to do my part just to make sure I share the story and share the ideas. Catch me at the Cigar Lounge. I'll tell you what I think. I'm Tony Katz. Keep an eye on those beef prices. You have the Russians again hacking JBS, which is the world's largest meat processing company. You had U.S. production down for a couple days. It's back up today. But you could see some shortages here and there. Tony Katz, great to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz. Do not hoard meat. Calm down. But make sure you're on the phone with your representative or your senator saying, what are we going to do about Russia? First the pipeline, then the beef. What else are you, going to, are you willing to let them go after? Or do you think we should punch Vladimir Putin directly in the face? I mean, directly in the face. Do not, do not, do not let that moment go by. It's a real issue. Can't be denied. It's a real issue. And it's not something you can just sit by and just let happen. Nothing happens in Russia without Vladimir Putin knowing. Then there, producer Ari, I think you sent me this story. Trump's blog has been shut down? By him. He Wait, okay. So nobody else shut it down. From the desk of Donald Trump. He Why did he shut that down? Oh. According to Jason Miller, who's a, an aide to Donald Trump, the blog will not be returning. Now, I am on the email list. So when, when Trump 45, right, from the desk of Donald Trump, um, you know, uh, has something to say, I get an email, right, with the, with the, with the press release. 
So that's how I get the, the information, because it's my job to get in, information. Um, I think it's, I, 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 when he announced that he was starting his own service, people were like, ooh, and then we saw it was, it was like, oh, this is not a service. This is not a service. This is, uh, just a thing. I mean, honestly, why doesn't he just start a Tumblr? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be just perfect for him? Old school, just a, just a whole bunch of random thoughts one after another. I find it interesting that Trump has not found a place to move messages. Never mind Twitter, right? Twitter's like, we're never going to have him back. But it's not, Facebook is still looking at their options. But he could have done it with something like Tumblr. He could have done something with with some other kind of of, of blog. He could have right. He could tra- create a blog like in WordPress and treat it just like Twitter and just blip blip blip. That's it. People would follow. He could have, he could be back on Parlor for all I know, but he hasn't done it. So is the argument that he doesn't want to communicate that way anymore? Is the argument that they want to have a little more vetting of what it is he's saying? Is it because, according to the Washington Post, they had 159,000 total social media interactions on the blog's first day, but the following day it dropped to 30,000 and did not surpass 15,000 interactions per day since the peak, meaning people weren't willing to go. They go where they go and that's it which would tell you exactly how powerful these social media groups are and how much control they have. Which again would take us to whether or not they should have, for example, Section 230 protections protected as uh, as platforms and not publishers, even though they clearly act as publishers. That's that's stunning. So Trump now has to compete as a website. Man, that's that says a lot about habits. Get someone into a habit, it's hard to break, it's hard to crack. Interesting. Governor DeSantis. He might be the governor you want. We'll discuss what he's doing and what Governor Holcomb of Indiana didn't do. I'm Tony Katz. There is a news outlet called Vox, V-O-X, And Vox has decided that they should not be in any way trusted. Now, they decided this years ago with real nonsense leftist points of view. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's great to be with you guys. But I want to share with you a headline. This is an actual headline from an organization that claims to be a news organization. Here it is. 
What's behind the anti-Semitism surge in the U.S.? What's be? Hey, this this is a question. Well, it turns out it is because, as Zach Bouchamp writes, violent anti-Semitism spiked in America during the Israel-Hamas war, and we don't know why. You're the only ones who don't know. Everybody else knows why. And their names are Rashida, Alexandria, Ilhan, and Andre. They are the squad and other Democrats who called Israel an apartheid state. People like Bella Hadid, who chanted from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is a call to genocide. It is these people who initiated, uh, agitated, and advocated for violence against Jews. Uh, this, this is a question? This is a doubt? Let me tell you, uh, Joe Biden goes down to Tulsa, and he says this to the people of Tulsa. He's there to talk about the Tulsa Race Massacre, 100-year anniversary of a horrible, horrible event. This is what he says. As I said in my address to the Joint Session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. No. No, white supremacists are not a greater threat than ISIS and Al-Qaeda. White supremacists are not a greater threat than Omar, Tlaib, Ocasio-Cortez, and Carson. Maybe that's because I'm Jewish and I'm the guy who's got my head on a swivel ensuring that people aren't coming to attack me. Of course I do. When I'm out with my kids, you better believe I've got a little more attention I'm paying. I mean, I'm always paying attention. Now it's just a little bit more. I guess it's about your point of view, President Biden. White supremacists killed Heather Heyer there in Charlottesville. I absolutely agree that's true. How many people were murdered because of Antifa in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the riots that took place in Portland, Oregon, in Seattle, Washington, in Minneapolis, Minnesota? How many Jews have been attacked? And the Jews aren't being attacked by white people. How many Asian Americans have been attacked and they're not getting attacked by white people? The story they never like to tell. The attacks on Asians in New York are happening from black Americans. Just the facts, ma'am. You think that means that all black people hate Asians? What are you, nuts? Of course not. That's not the argument. The argument is Joe Biden is not telling the truth. Because the idea of what's a greater threat, white supremacists are not a greater threat to me than Omar Tlaib, Carson, and Ocasio-Cortez. And the, the incitement that they gin up. Oh, it is incitement. Right? You call Israel an apartheid state. You say that it has Jim Crow laws. You say that it's colonialist. You say that it's imperialist. You've got people from the Black Lives Matter movement. Here's Patrice Cullors back in 2015. Actions always. Um, the other thing I'll say is Palestine is our generation, South Africa. And if... 
if if we don't step up uh, boldly and courageously to end the the imperialist project that's called Israel, um, we're doomed. Just another Jew-hating bigot part of Black Lives Matter. She is what she is. It's not my fault for noticing. Plenty of people have noticed that Black Lives Matter is nothing more than a bill of goods. Nothing more than a bunch of garbage. I was born in Minneapolis in 1985. We called the North Side home at that time, 18th and Queen. When I was two years old, my father was shot and killed. This is Rashad Turner. And Rashad Turner was with Black Lives Matter. And you know what he learned? These people don't care about black lives. I believe the organization stood for exactly what the name implies. Black lives do matter. However, after a year on the inside, I learned they had little concern for rebuilding black families. And they cared even less about improving the quality of education for students in Minneapolis. That was made clear when they publicly denounced charter schools alongside the teachers union. I was an insider in Black Lives Matter, and I learned the ugly truth. The moratorium on charter schools does not support rebuilding the black family. Black Lives Matter was a grift from beginning to end run by Marxists who don't believe in the American way of life and want to destroy Western culture. We've been saying so for a year. We are right. Important lesson for a lot of athletes and celebrities out there who still want to support it. Stop. Support an honest, open, clear, good, valuable education that teaches all of American history. The good, the great, the bad, and the ugly. Stop supporting Black Lives Matter. They're a terrible organization that does nothing but grift and steal from people and do nothing to make lives better. They make no black lives better. They make no any, any lives better. They don't. They just don't. Tlaib, Omar, Andre Carson, Ocasio-Cortez, they don't make lives better. They push anti-Semitism. Vox wants to know what's behind the anti-Semitism surge in the U.S. I just told you. You don't know why there's a spike? You don't want to know why there's a spike. You want to lie to yourself day in and day out. You want to lie to your audience. It's entirely possible that it's random chance, isolated incidents that mean little in the broader scheme of things. It's also possible that the anti-Semitic attacks are part of the generalized surge in American anti-Semitism since 2016, which most experts link to the rise of Donald Trump and the alt-right movement. This is not news. This is propaganda garbage. Dear Lord, ask yourself... What's more likely? That Jews got attacked in New York and Los Angeles. Remember, they're supposed to be the woke ones. That Jews got attacked in New York and Los Angeles. That synagogues got attacked in Florida. Graffiti and, 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 and broken, etc. Because of Donald Trump, who's been out of office since January? Or because of the rhetoric pushed by Tlaib, Omar, Ocasio-Cortez, Andre Carson, and others since Hamas, a terrorist organization, started attacking Israel. Which, 
Do, do do I need to give you time? Do we do we need to like uh, get a little Jeopardy music going? A timer? Something? Anything? We know the answer, and these people, via pseudo intellectualism, want to somehow get you to believe that what's in front of you isn't real. They want to gaslight you, and of course, make it all about Trump. Last week. The governor of Indiana, Eric Holcomb, went to Israel. He went to Israel because he got invited to Israel. And he said, I'm going. So Eric Holcomb went. He put out a statement, did the governor of Indiana. He put out a statement announcing that he was going, I think he was already there. And the statement talked about his support for Israel. I stand in support of Israel and look forward to meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu to continue forging an ever stronger Israel-Indiana bond. Growing number of Hoosiers and Hoosier businesses that share strong cultural and economic ties with this country. So when I was invited, I did not hesitate to make this trip to meet in Israel during such an hour of need. Yet Governor Holcomb did no press before and did no press after. As a matter of fact, the only thing that we got was a press release indicating he was going. We got a press release from the Indiana Republican Party showing a picture of the chairman of the Indiana GOP with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Still haven't seen a photo of Eric Holcomb, the governor, with the prime minister, although it's possibly out there. But nothing was sent. The only email we got was from the Indiana Republican Party saying, hey, how would you like to interview the Indiana GOP chairman who just got back from a trip to Israel? Why is the Indiana GOP chairman going? I don't know. But hey, the more the merrier, I guess. The governor went. Why isn't the governor talking? Why isn't the governor coming on the show and discussing Israel? I think the governor of Holcomb should be praised for taking that trip. All elected officials who are actively showing their support for Israel should receive applause, especially when they are being attacked by Iran through their terrorist proxy Hamas, as well as being attacked by U.S. politicians like Tlaib and Ocasio-Cortez and Omar and Andre Carson of Indianapolis and far too many others in politics and celebrity culture. The governor of Indiana being, I think, the first governor to go to Israel since uh, Hamas's attack. Other governors should take note of that visit. It was the right thing to do. They should follow suit. But if you're going to visit, you tell your constituents why. If you support Israel, you say so. Loudly. Strong. You don't shrink from the moment to educate and inform your citizens on a subject of this magnitude. And for whatever reason, there's been, there's been no conversation from the governor of Indiana. Especially when you need it. He did the right thing and then didn't tell nobody about it. It's very strange. This happening while you have an entire news organization supposedly saying anti-Semitism. We don't know why it's happening. And a governor saying, I'll tell you why it's happening, would go a long way. People lie about Israel constantly. And they want us to buy into the lies. They want to gaslight us. I say no. 
And when you find leadership that's willing to make the trip and says that they're supportive, hold their feet to the fire and demand that they vocalize their support. You read Vox only for something to laugh about. Hold your elected officials to account and make sure they have the backbone to speak loudly. I'm Tony Katz. Can we talk about what's happening with AMC stock? Producer Ari, this is ridiculous. I'm not up what's to date. Happening. What's that? I'm not up to date about it. Okay. AMC, uh, uh, AMC Entertainment Holdings. Now, full disclosure, AMC was one of the stocks that the Reddit guys were pumping when they were pumping GameStop. Right? I never owned any GameStop stock. By the way, GameStop, uh, oh, they've, they've been up and down. They're in around like the 250 range. I never owned any, but I said, oh, they were talking about how they were going to pump up uh, AMC next. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll buy some AMC. So full disclosure, as I discuss this, I do own some AMC stock. Very, very little. That's the way I'll put it. So when I discuss this, I am not saying you should buy it. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it. I am not a financial professional. Do not trust me when it comes to stock advice ever, ever, ever. Glad we got that out of the way. So the Reddit guys, which were say, you know pumping the stock, right? They're on the on on Reddit, which is basically a, a message board, if you want to call it that. And you've got people shorting the stock. Oh, we're gonna go down. We're gonna make money on the short. The hedge fund guys and people are like, nah, screw that. Push the price up, forcing these hedge funds to buy back the stock so they can cover their losses. AMC was supposed to be one of those stocks. Well, AMC for a while there today trading over forty. Now, to understand where we were a month ago, it was at $9. And just a week ago, it was at $15. And six months ago, it was at $2. Then it had the the, the spike, and then it came back uh, down. And honestly, it's nuts investors and and, and by the way cnbc now has the story investors are like screw the hedge funds amc said it sold 8.5 million shares to to mudrick m-u-d mudrick capital for 230 million and they flipped the stock they went boom boom the stock is up more than 1400 percent year to date it's crazy. Now, one of the things that happens, and I may have read this wrong, movie theaters. Movie theaters in the U.S. post-COVID had a $100 million weekend. Memorial Day weekend, they did $100 million. Oh, my gosh, did I underestimate the ability of the American people to come back. Did, did you really? Yeah, I went to the movies this weekend, and we saw The Quiet Place Part 2. How was it? It was good. I never saw The Quiet Place. Oh, it's 
it's it's very creepy. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't I didn't see. I I need I need happier in my life. I I'll take some sci-fi, but I I need I need happier in my life. Crazy. I mean, that's really a, a very very cool place to see things. So people are if they're feeling good about movie theaters. All right, here we go. Off to the races. So we'll see where this all ends up. I'm curious. Because at this rate, I might have to buy Ari a nice seafood dinner. (laughs) And never call her again. Right? Thank you. We we, We put the two things together right there. Let's talk of the movies. That's it. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz Today.